welcome to Accelerate Your Wealth, a podcast by Rebecca Robertson, founder and director of Evolution Financial Planning. We hope you enjoy the show and please feel free to leave us a review. It really does help. Feel free to connect with us on Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram or head over to www.rebeccarobertson.co.uk or our sponsor, Evolution Financial Planning for regulated advice on www.evolutionfinancialplanning.co.uk forward slash podcast. Welcome, welcome to this week's podcast. Three reasons why everyone needs a financial plan. Okay, so let me just clarify something about financial planning. In the UK, financial planning um, isn't a regulated activity, believe it or not. Um, So people can call themselves a financial planner and actually not be qualified. They might have qualifications, so they might have done their exams in the past, but that doesn't mean they're a practising regulated financial advisor. They might have done that for five minutes and decided they didn't want to do it anymore and moved on to something else and still call themselves a financial planner. So I could give up my regulated financial services business tomorrow and be still be a financial planner or my next door neighbour decide, you know, I've never worked in all my life, but I'm now going to be a financial planner. So there's no regulation around financial planning which is amazing, right? It's, it's massively surprising, um, which is why you can get sort of coaches and such like, call themselves coaches, but they start stepping into these, this role of planning. And actually what they tend to do is not. They tend to step into what would be classed as guidance, not advice, not, not advising like a regulated advisor, but they're giving guidance. And there's really strict regulations around it. Um, and I'm hoping that basically they regulate the financial services um uh yeah at the fca financial services authority they regulate those that are regulated um like myself but those who are a financial planner or some sort of coach or some sort of mentor whatever you want to call it investment coach or whatever um they're not so um no one's monitoring them um but there are People are doing it well. So there are companies, large companies that are doing it well, who understand. I and mean, I'm not talking like one man band kind of people, one woman band kind of people. I'm talking about large corporate organisations like um, Octopus, um, for example, who are putting coaching roles in place and they're actually um, doing it in, in terms of how the regulator wants it. So as that grows, I can see things changing um, as soon as it starts, you know, they're talking about, for example, Bitcoin, regulating Bitcoin um, and such like. So once start, things start to have a, a bigger, wider impact on society, that's when the FCA will step in. So I think it's just worth clarifying what financial planning is. And so what it's not is not a regulated activity. So I can talk to my clients. When I talk to my clients, I can talk to them about investments. I can talk to them about pensions, all those kinds of things and talk, give them regulated advice. But um, we end up adding value. So financial advisor, the advisor should be adding value by adding in the planning piece. And I do both because I enjoy both. And I think both have a place. Um, It's a bit like a one stop shop for the client. So what I see time and time again, however, and especially this last week, especially, which is why I'm bringing this podcast up, um, is how many people need the planning first. 
So before I can get into the products, because that's all it is, and an advisor, you're advising on products, and those products fulfill a plan. So if you don't know what the plan is, it's a bit like going on holiday or you're going to go on a road trip and you think to yourself, um, I need a car, so I'll get a car or I'll get a plane. I've got a plane. Um, and you get in the aeroplane, you get in the car, but you don't actually have any of the right tools with you. You don't know where you're going. You don't know how much you're going to need for the holiday. You don't know how much diesel you're going to need. Are you going to make any stops? Do you traveling all night or is it just a few hours? You, you, you don't understand what's going on. So you can have these pensions and investments and products in place, but actually you haven't got a plan for them. So financial planning is all about the journey and what you want your life to look like and my three main reasons why everyone needs one and I find this is so crucial is the accountability so with my clients who come on board as an ongoing asset so wealth manager I look after their assets on their behalf um, I do an annual review and as part of their annual review I also include their plan so from their plan piece is looking at okay where you we, we discussed this a year ago six months ago um how is that fitting in are we on track is everything okay what's changes have come in are we still on track to meet that objective and that goal might be several different things in their lifetime it might not just be one particular end goal um so it's having that accountability so that every year you know that someone is keeping you on track but more more than anything right at the beginning I find that a lot of people are lost in their way. They they can't see the wood for the trees. There's all these different products that they've got and things they've put in place, but they just don't understand how it's all come together. And I, and I love an analogy. And it's a bit like baking the cake. So you've got the eggs, you've got the butter, you've got the uh, baking powder, you've got the flour, but you've got actually you've got all the ingredients, but you haven't got the actual recipe as to how you're going to bake that cake. Right. So um, what a financial plan does for you is it allows you to bring all those products, all those ingredients together to plan whatever that cake is. Do you, What type of cake do you want? So that's the question. Do you want a Victoria sponge or and you haven't got the cream <laughs> or you haven't got the jam? Or is it more of a carrot cake and you haven't got enough carrots? So it's working out actually what's in place, what's missing and building that account accountability. Because what that then does, a lot of people say to me, I know I'm spending incorrectly. I know I've got bad habits. I know I should be doing things differently, but I just don't know where to start. So they don't see the wood for the trees. What that then allows with the accountability piece is that they once they've got a plan and they have that reality check, they're able to then say, right, I know what I shouldn't be doing right now and I know how I should be channeling this money. And it allows us to then put sort of boundaries in place, like, you know, do it going bowling and you're bowling down the alley and you have those buffers along the side. That's what a financial plan can be. It allows you to keep on track. Another analogy there. I'm loving the analogies today um, where you're throwing that ball down, you know, not breaking your arm doing it, but you're giving it a good old try, giving it a good old whack down the alley and the buffers buff it out of the ball out of the way. So it's not going in the gutter and allowing you to get that strike to hit those goals. So it's a great for an accountability piece um, for the initial part as well as the ongoing. So knowing where to start, knowing what you need or knowing what's missing. Um, it's therefore great for decision making. So when you have decisions that you need to make or you have uh, milestones that you're about to come up to, um, you're able to make much clearer decisions. So 
Um, it might be that you want your children to go to university and um but you're you want a new car <laughs> or you want a new horse box like I'd love to get a horse box um but there's other things that to pay for so you're prioritizing okay what should I be paying for okay well I can't plan I can't buy that now because I need to I need to clear debt first or I need to build my emergency savings or I need to put more into my pension first or it might be there's other things that you're wanting to equate for you know, we have this, I have this one client who has every intention to send her children to university, but based on what her turnover is in her business right now, it won't happen. Her children are like 13, 14, 15, it won't happen. And you sometimes need that reality check to then allow you to make clearer and better decisions. Her answer is, oh, it's okay, I'll take money out of my pension. No, no, you haven't got a big enough pension to do that. Um, so really, really great for decision-making. So actually, more of my job is on the financial planning side than it is on the financial advice. But I do spend a lot of my time reviewing people's pensions and existing plans as well, which my team help with. Um, the third and most important that overwraps all of this um, is less worry. So, so many people stress and worry about their money. Now, you might be thinking, oh, no, that's people who haven't got any. No, they worry about money as well. But um, actually, the more money, the more more is to deal with. The more money, the more problems. The more money, more tax. More money, what do I do with it? How do I deal with this? What should I be doing with it? And it's also a huge amount of responsibility for people. I speak to a lot of people that inherit money, um, especially younger millennial women that are inheriting wealth from their parents. And they don't know what to do with it. Like, they don't know where to start. And they're quite educated. And actually, they're becoming more and more financially educated, which is amazing. But it still feels very, very overwhelming. Um, and they have great plans. I have quite a few clients that are either moving to Australia or, um, or New Zealand at the moment. Um, and then, But they're going to come back. And they're paying for things like fertility treatment, which costs a huge amount of money. Um, to fertilize their eggs and such di different decisions that women were making compared to 10 years ago right so it's, it's a real mixed bag of different people out there the traditional saving for the university or saving and uh, putting money aside for future fertility um, but all of those things all of that planning is a key piece so that's part of the conversation what I'm having with clients I'm asking them a lot of questions not those dreamy questions where do you want to be in 10 years time but actually the reality what does that look like what will happen what 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 you know how much do you think you will spend then what kind of holidays would you have what would your retirement look like when do you want that to happen and I had a great conversation with a client this week where I actually did the, the advice piece and I tagged on a planning piece at the end um, which was part of the package. And um, so I reviewed her existing pensions. One was with Aviva and one was with uh, the People's Pension. Uh, the People's Pension, we decided to move for their own reasons. I won't go into, it was justifiably the right reason for that client to move them into their other Aviva scheme. And actually not to change the scheme, not to change the underlying funds that are in that scheme, actually the performance of that particular fund with Aviva was doing really well. So my recommendation was actually to leave that pension where it was. Um, but what we did is she had other pensions and other investments, and she was also saving a lot into that pension from her salary. So I worked those out on the projections, and she sort of saw herself retiring at more like 67. 
um, which was quite a way off. It was over 10 years. Um, but actually, based on what I figured out for her, is that she could do actually retire at 60 if she wanted to, which was about five years. Um, and it would mean that she would draw on more of her Aviva current workplace pension now. And then she's got, she worked very hard, I believe, um, it was either NHS, I can't remember off the top of my head, it was either NHS, but it was a civil service pension. So she worked very hard, I think maybe with social work or something like that. Um, and um, she basically had two civil service pensions, one which was very good, um, which kicked in at, I think it was 65 off the top of my head. Um, so she had like this five year window where we were going to draw more of the Aviva pension and then we'd withdraw less because then she'd have this other pension kick in. And then at 66, she would then have her state pension kick in so we could then draw less. So actually, over time, it wasn't a case of delaying the Aviva pension. It was a case of drawing on it earlier and then drawing on it less later when the other pensions kicked in. And it meant she could retire in five years. And her face when I told her this and I showed her, I showed her charts and graphs her face just was oh my god it was just a picture and she said to me I'm so glad I come and spoke to you Rebecca this is just such a relief this is just such a great feeling thank you so much I now know what I can do with my money and I know like when I can retire and that I haven't got to carry on working past 60 unless you know I really really want to and it's about choice it's about that financial choice and that made her happier so less worry and more happiness and that's what financial planning can do so we have different tools that we you know we, I can use the, some of the tools that I mentioned which is a cash flow management tool um, but it's also the tools in our bag as advisors knowing what is coming knowing what kind of questions clients need to be thinking of now um, but I've got a new to toy that I'm going to be playing with very shortly, uh, which is a uh, called Conquest. It's actually owned by Fidelity. It was developed by a Canadian company um, and it has AI in it. Although my husband who works in IT tells me that artificial intelligence is not actually real. It's like, more like an algorithm. That's the way I can understand it. Um, but this system um, is not so manual. So it actually will make suggestions for me. It's a little bit planned out and helps me along with different things and I had another client this last week their circumstances are a bit more complicated three young children um he works she works um children in childcare. his salary is going to escalate over the next five years and he basically in seven maybe eight years time wants to then go consultancy work he knows that he won't be able to carry on at that pace for more than seven or eight years and he now wants to know what should I be doing with this money that I'm earning so that it can allow me to have that lifestyle, my partner to have that lifestyle. <clears throat> Big mortgage, massive mortgage. So it's a case of, okay, do we clear the mortgage? How much of it do we clear? How much do we invest? And how do we do that in a tax efficient manner, um, allowing the fact that they've got going to have an inheritance tax issue longer term, but they're younger. So you know, let's, let's see what happens. Big plans for kids going to uni as well. So there's lots of products that were underlining in there and financial advice in terms of tax and those products. But what it comes back to was their plans. I spent two hours with them talking about what they wanted that life to look like. Got copious notes of things they do want, what they don't want. And then what I will be doing is I'll be putting together um, a chart to show those milestones over their lifetime for both of them jointly and then if they don't do anything or they carry on as they are what will happen 
and then actually with my input what impact that will have and that then leads on to advice there are parts of elements I feel that there's overlaps into advice which when you speak to an advisor with the right you know qualifications up to date with the tax etc um, they're able to advise on things that may be traditional non-regulated advisors or no wrong term see I'm even slipping up non-regulated individuals might not have the expertise for um so that's what financial planning is in a nutshell and I know I might not explain this in like a super salesy way I explain it as 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 I am as a financial advisor um so I do it in um this is something I do day in and day out so I, I hopefully it gives you a really clear picture on the conversations that people like myself are having, how it can help you. Um, so it can build accountability, help you with your decision-making and allow less stress. So they're basically feeling happier about your finances. And that can be somebody as simple as, I know I need to plan for our retirement or I want to plan for my retirement, but also I know that I want to retire. Um, I want to semi-retire. I don't want to completely retire. A lot of people that run businesses, they don't actually want to completely retire, but they've got wealth in their business that they've now stopped spending it. Um, and they now know they need to uh, reallocate those assets in a more effective manner. Um, or it could be that you've got children, you may be buying a house, you're going to have some inheritance, there's some other investments in other places, and you just don't quite know how it all fits together. A bit like a puzzle, another analogy I'll finish on, a bit like a puzzle. You've got all these pieces and half the picture has been built up. Lovely landscape, but actually the sunset is missing and you can't quite figure out how those last pieces come together. A financial plan can assist you in building exactly what that sunset looks like for you. Hope you've enjoyed, hope you've enjoyed today's session. Um, do please leave me a review and let me know. Send me a message on whatever social platform you like to use or email me. Um, and let me know you've left the review because we don't get notified. Um, please, 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 please do. That means that then Amazon, not Amazon, what am I talking about? Edit that out. <laughs> iTunes, then share it with more people. Um, I'm nowhere on the charts. I'm not really bothered about the charts. If there's 10 people listening and you've enjoyed it, then I've done my job for the day. Sending you all lots of love and take care. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Accelerate Your Wealth. For further help or to connect with Rebecca directly, please head over to the website www.rebeccarobertson.co.uk where you can find further information on our planner, book and how to further maximise your wealth. Our sponsor, Evolution Financial Planning for regulated advice on pensions, investments, mortgages, insurances on www.evolutionfinancialplanning.co.uk forward slash podcast.